All right, I'm fixing to unload a ton of lead generation ideas that cost little to nothing. Things that virtually little budget is required to generate business. That's what we're here for, right? To generate business. I rub elbows with industry rock stars. My association is full of them here in the Nashville market. Most wouldn't have any idea who I am, wouldn't know me from Adam. Yet when given the chance to talk shop, they always talk and are asking about the same things that the rest of us, that you and I talk about here on this podcast. I'm talking about industry rock stars asking the same questions. How's business? What's working for you? Meaning, how are you making money? M-O-N-E-Y. How are you generating leads? Hello, my friends. Kenny Stevens here, and welcome to Rookie Real Estate, where your road to success begins right here and right now. Whether you're looking to transition from your day job to your dream job, or you're on the road to your first 50 transactions, success is in the details, my friends, and we're going to unpack the fundamental principles required for you to thrive. Are you ready? Let's do this. What a response. A couple of weeks ago, I jumped into three ways to generate leads and the response was great. It was crazy. People are hungry and I love it. What's fun is my team listens to the podcast. Some of the newer agents that we have, they're like, hey, I can't wait till Monday. They listen to it and they go, you were just talking about this. We talk about this all the time. Lead generation is the hot topic in any real estate agent's world. Now, don't forget, your questions and stories can be sent to Kenny at RookieRealEstate.com. People want to know what the real life of a real estate agent is like. What do we do to win? How do we, what are the struggles? Uh, How do we overcome them? Is the blood, sweat, and tears worth it? course it is and people want to know that i want to hear your stories the good things the bad things how you overcame it maybe you crashed and burned and you're not sure whether you should keep going let's talk about it let's share it send me your stories let's let this be interactive so i want some i want some stories about some battle wounds and how you overcame it so i feel like i pour that out to you It's fun to share. It's also encouraging to see and look back over eight years of just my own real estate to see how I've grown and how some of those valleys really brought me to where I am today. And I have no doubt that more will come in the future because I am wide open, heading 100 miles an hour towards my goals. I know there's going to be times that I get on, you know, blinders and I get tunnel vision and I may not see an obstacle coming but with people around me uh, listening to podcasts growing reading books constantly trying to get better what I do I'm going to be able to overcome anything that comes my way and if I keep growing that's going to be the case and same thing for you share it tell the stories about the people you're around so that they can be encouraged by your wins and encouraged by your failures tell them about it be raw be real let's do this All right, so what a crazy week. Yesterday, I met with two men. One is already an agent, and the other just learned that his job transferred his position to another state, of which he isn't willing to move. 
it's amazing how two people that don't know each other, how their lives are so much similar in what they want, in their whys. Because I talk about the whys. I'm like, why? 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 Because if you can dig down the layers and peel back the layers, you get into something that's real and that's that's palatable, that you can feel, that you can touch. Sometimes I wonder when we all slow down long enough and expose ourselves to our fellow brothers and sisters, our fellow agents, our spouses, our children, the people that we're around, knowing that we're all wired the same way. We all have the same fundamental need. We crave purpose. We seek happiness in our careers. We're created for connection, wired to serve. It's in our DNA. All of us are the same. But we put up all this around us so that nobody can see that, like we're some superhero that doesn't have those same feelings. But yesterday I could feel it, and it was energizing to be a part of a conversation with two different men, two different stages, but absolutely the same wants, needs, desires, and rawness. I love it. I'll talk more about that coming up but in other podcasts, but it's going to be pretty fun to see how this goes and what what's going to happen in their lives. So it's kind of cool that, you know, I knew each of them, you know, from different social groups and they didn't even know each other. You know, I know their wives. I know their children. I've lived life with these men and they're sitting across from each other. They're sitting across from me, but they're talking about real estate and about their why. I mean, it, it just... It's great. So conversations like that and conversations with you on this podcast, they cause me to pause, to be thankful for each of you. I want to create value in your lives, to share content that will help you win. So here we go. Hands down, lead generation is the go-to topic to many conferences that I've been to. I'm always intrigued by the hype of the next shiny nickel offered to agents. Sometimes I laugh because I once heard, if you ever want to get rich in real estate, sell something to a real estate agent. (laughs) I'm fixing to unload a ton of lead generation ideas that cost Most of them cost little to nothing, very minor in the grand scheme of generating leads, but if you will do it, it can be a game changer. Things that virtually little budget is required because you're probably getting started or if you're on the road to your first 50, you've already poured in all the money into the schooling, the books, getting into the license, the association fees, all the things that I've already talked about. You're probably going, okay, the the line is red. We need to get it green. Uh, So we're trying to do things and work through things that can generate leads, expose you, you Inc., you Incorporated, so that somebody will trust you to help them buy or sell or invest in real estate. You know, they, I, I rub elbows with some pretty amazing rock stars. Now, they probably don't know who I am, but in my association, there's some amazing people 
that sell a lot of real estate. And I love having conversations with them because the fun part is they ask, you know, the same conversations. We They have the same conversations with people they meet just like we're having right now. How do we generate leads? What is working? I'm fixing to unload a ton of lead generation ideas that cost little to nothing. Things that virtually little budget is required to generate business. That's what we're here for, right? To generate business. I rub elbows with industry rock stars. My association is full of them here in the Nashville market. Most wouldn't have any idea who I am, wouldn't know me from Adam. Yet when given the chance to talk shop, they always talk and are asking about the same things that the rest of us, that you and I talk about here on this podcast. I'm talking about industry rock stars asking the same questions. How's business? What's working for you? Meaning, how are you making money? M-O-N-E-Y. How are you generating leads? Everybody asks these questions. It's not a new game. It's what we do. And if you're good, you're going to be asking that to other people, even new people, middle of the road people and rock stars if you get an opportunity to because it's amazing what things can be tweaked that already are in front of us right now that cost very little to nothing that we can win and generate leads i also read a book one time you only need to know 20 people 20 and you can have a phenomenal business it's a great book you need to look that one up i can't remember the name of the name of it but i'll get that to you and maybe put it in the show notes here but either way they have the same questions. Uh, we have the same questions. We're going to dive in to this right now. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I shared that we all have, we need three sources of leads. Now, for our company, we have our agents that start with their sphere of influence. Everybody you put into you an Excel sheet that you know, into a spreadsheet or into a Google Doc, print it off, laminate it, put it above your visor, upload it to your lead management system. We use Boomtown here. Everything you do is designed to touch these people. I'm fixing to give you a list of massive amount of ways to touch these people and to generate more people in the process of touching these people. So we've got to have a starting point and your sphere of influence is that starting point. Now, everybody you meet goes into your lead management system. Some of the things I'm fixing to share with you will include this list of people. Now, so first it's your sphere of influence. SOI is what we call it. Then work leads that are given to you by your brokerage. We covered that in that episode. There was a lot of feedback on that episode. And the first two that we covered, we talked a little bit about social media and the do's and don'ts. So I, I thought I'm going to spread this out over a year. But because of the response, I'm going to give it all to you today. And then as episodes come up, I'm going to break it down. Uh, maybe touch on a few that are working right now that we got agents doing, give you some ideas along the way and keep talking about lead generation. But I didn't want to wait a year talking with Scott, marketing manager here, and he goes, you know, let's just give it to them because that way they can touch and start uh, feeling and thinking through all of these. So I thought, great idea. So that's why we're diving into this. So sphere of influence, company leads, and then the big one, the unknown for you at this moment right now. The first two are known. If your company gives out leads and also that you know people, even if you're new to an area, you're knowing people, start connecting with the ones that you're meeting whenever you're, even if you're new to an area. If you live in an area, you got no excuses. 
put it on paper have it down but identify something that interests you from the following list you don't have to do all of these but you'll find yourself as you get better and better and better in real estate you're going to be doing more of this of this list not even consciously but at start it's got to be conscious because you don't know what you don't know so i'm fixing to teach you what you don't know so let's find ways to get that third leg the third leg of the stool you got the first two we're going to build those i want you to focus 80 percent of your time on the biggest dollar producing activity and probably what that's going to be is your sphere of influence and the leads that you get from the company that you're working with and the brokerage that you're in you need to pour the most amount of energy into that they're going to be producing the most return for you but this also has to be added in so that you got a three-legged stool that can actually stand. A stool won't stand up on two legs. A chair, you can't sit in a chair on two legs. A ladder, it's got four legs. It doesn't have two legs. You've got to have a foundation and spread it out. But make sure you're putting the most of your time. What I'm always scared of and what I see is analysis paralysis. People can't get past a list that's big and overwhelming. I don't want that to happen. Just pick a few of these, start playing with them, figuring out if they match you, if they fit you, and then trash it if it doesn't, try something else. But put most of your energy on creating leads to the two that are the strongest. These are just the side notes and also able to work in with your sphere of influence and team leads that you're probably already getting. All right, there's no particular order. I'm just gonna run through them. Print the list, figure out how you want to implement some of these things. All of these require action. You can't just sit and think about it, meaning you actually have to do something to generate business in this industry. You're in sales. Sell something. Make your services available. You can't sit at home hoping somebody will knock on your front door and ask you to sell their house. It's not going to happen. But what's funny is, and you won't believe this until you get in this industry, is people do it all the time. They sit around waiting for business to come to them. It does not happen. So start with your neighborhood. You live in a subdivision more than likely or an area that is where you drive home. That needs, you need to own that. I don't care if you're brand new. Take ownership. There may be another agent that sold every house in your subdivision for the last 10 years. Take over. Find a way to get in and own your neighborhood. It's the closest area to you right now. Uh, it doesn't matter if there's three or four big hitters in there. You can even look up on the MLS system of your area and find out who has sold in the last five years the houses and look and create a list of who's the big hitters. Maybe it's just a bunch of sporadic people. Maybe somebody's farming that, which means they're attacking that area too. Maybe they live there. So once you find a top producing agent in your neighborhood, find out where they live and see if they live in your neighborhood. If they don't, evict them. Be like, you're gone, which, you know, do that in a different way, not actually tell them that. But I just, it's my mental image that I don't want anybody in my backyard taking over my subdivision where I live. I'm, you're kind of an intruder. Now, I know it's an equal opportunity world out there, but you're coming into my backyard and I'm going to own my neighborhood. I want you to own your neighborhood if this is something, the third leg that you want to focus on. But here's how you do it host a party. 
People love parties. They're your neighbors. It's a soft touch. Hot dogs and ice cream sandwiches uh, just for your street or your cul-de-sac is the best way to start. Your whole neighborhood, if it's not massive and you can afford that many hot dogs or uh, ice cream treats, recruit some other agents on your in your company to help you wear logoed shirts, tell them that they work for you and that you're just there to have a party and have fun. Don't necessarily talk real estate, just host a party, get to know your neighbors. You gotta build a relationship before they're gonna do anything with you anyway. I promise you they'll figure out what you do. Now get on board of your HOA and see if they'll let you host an event. Sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. HOAs are always looking a way to connect people or at least the good ones are. Maybe they can help. Maybe you can get the list of everybody, phone numbers and emails and addresses of everybody in your subdivision if you're on the board of the HOA. They probably have rules, don't start spamming people, just get the information, start figuring out ways to provide value. So hosting a block party, uh, host a movie night. Man, these turn out great. If you can send it out and go next Friday, we're doing a movie night. If it rains, we're doing it Saturday. And that way you got two dates already planned. It's outdoors, it's in your backyard or maybe in a common area of the neighborhood. Uh, host that, rent a projector, it can be cheap. And uh, there's actually companies that come and set it up for you if you wanna pay them $200. $250, I think it is, around here in Nashville. Uh, we ended up buying our own so our agents can use it, but it works really well. It gets families together while the kids play, the movie's playing. It's a lot of fun. That's a great way to connect. You get lots of payoffs when you provide that. Maybe a hockey game or something that's uh, a big live event that is happening that everybody's already gonna be participating in anyway. Host it in your backyard. I've seen people project it on their uh, garage doors. Like they didn't have a screen, they just projected on their garage doors and they had 50 lawn chairs in their driveway and the kids were playing in the backyard and everybody was having a good time. This is where it starts, connecting with people. Uh, even if the neighborhood already has parties, you can create more smaller compact ones. Uh, get something, put something together to where you can create a sign-up sheet, uh, create a closed Facebook page. I know there's a massive subdivision here in Franklin that they have about six different closed Facebook pages. Well, they didn't like one, somebody started another one. People came over to that one. It was a massive subdivision. One was too big and about six or eight seemed to fit that subdivision well. Be the creator of it. Control it if you can. Even if the neighborhood's already got one, create another one. Uh, slip and slides are great fun. If you're uh, a chick, have a, uh, if you're a female, I don't know if chick's the right word. If you're a female, uh, have a morning walk around the neighborhood with the other ladies. Uh, bust out the strollers that they have kids, but do it once a week, like Thursday morning walkabouts, you know, something like that to where other women in the neighborhood, you can get to know them, connect with them. Women make a lot of decisions when it comes to buying and selling houses. I'll let you know that right now. Uh, the name of the game is something that's fun and offers connection. This may not be your personality, but if it is, try this stuff. Have a pool party at your neighborhood pool. You don't have to invite the whole subdivision if you don't want. It can be just your street or your cul-de-sac or a couple of streets over, but get that together and have fun. Hire a DJ if you want to. They're like $100, $150 for two hours. They'll come set it up, even have, I've done karaoke at a pool before. It was so fun. Most of the kids did the singing. The adults sat around with 
their little coolers on the side and had a lot of fun and joined the kids doing karaoke. It's cheap. It's easy. Uh, Christmas Carol with families, with the older people in the neighborhood. Older people love people of Christmas Carol. Younger people, probably not so much. So get the young people together. Let them sing. Uh, knock on a couple doors. Uh, have hot cocoa after. Use the database you've created over the year of owning your subdivision and then have a party at your house. You know, invite however many you've got there and have a Christmas party or uh, some kind of holiday party at your house, maybe a costume party at Halloween, something where after the kids trick or treat, you all come over there for an hour and a half. Uh, sometimes Halloween lands on a uh, weeknight, so you'll have to plan that. But find ways to connect your neighbors to each other and be the source of that. You can even create a cool committee once you have enough people and go, hey, we're the fun committee, and you're going to create ways that everybody can connect. People will get to know you. That could be your third leg right there, just your subdivision. you got your sphere of influence, which these people will become a part of. You've got your uh, leads that you're working for your company, and then your third leg could be your own subdivision. Think through that. Figure out. Create a plan with your spouse, with your broker. Figure out what you can afford and just Try it. Elicit the help of other agents on your team if you need help, and then tell them you'll help them as well. Maybe you live in an apartment. You're like, Kenny, I rent. That's all right. Download the tax record for your complex and mail to them. Create a private Facebook page for your the tenants of your apartment and put up a sign at the main mailbox going, hey, guys, join this. Uh, I created a Facebook page just for our group. Get to know the tenants that are in your area. These people are tenants. They probably eventually want to buy. Maybe it's you know one of the cheaper apartment complexes, and you think, well, it's gonna nobody will ever be able to afford get out of this place. They will. Do a Dave Ramsey event to where you go through a twelve-week financial peace university there in the clubhouse at the apartment complex, so that everybody can create a plan in order to save money and save down a down payment and move out of the apartment complex. Spearhead that you live there. Tell them I'm an agent. I'm doing the same thing that you're doing. We can do it together. People like to do things together so that everybody wins and celebrate successes. When somebody's ready to pull the trigger, you're going to be the agent that's going to help them buy the house, and then everybody's going to throw a party and go over to the new person's house and celebrate their win. It could be a lot of fun if you'll just dive in and think, how can I make it personal? Team up with a mortgage lender like Churchill Mortgage and host a Saturday lunch and learn at the complex or somewhere close by or even at the lender's place and go, hey guys, you want a two-year plan to get out of this apartment complex? Come to the lunch and learn. Let's create a plan. Learn about mortgages. Learn about the real estate market. It's probably cheaper to buy than it is to rent. And you're going to blow their minds because that's the case right now in our market. Uh, talked about hosting a Dave Ramsey event. That's a big deal. Uh, lots of people pay off a lot of debt, and that's a lot of power when you start looking into Dave Ramsey. If you don't know who that guy is, Google him, look him up, start listening to his podcast, blow your mind. Inspiring. Dave Ramsey is inspiring. You want to be around people who are expiring. All right, mail to that complex monthly or even 
every other week if you can afford it and put it into your budget. You can create six months worth of mailers and postcards at one time and then just drop them off. And if it's bulk mail in a zip code, it's a lot cheaper. It's not 51 cents or whatever stamps are these days. It's a lot cheaper. So create the plan, put it in your budget and execute it. Make sure your face is on it. Make sure there's a plan of action on it so that people know I'm your neighbor. Call me. Together we can get you know, for an apartment complex together, we can get out or I can help you get out and celebrate. And eventually I'll be able to get out and celebrate. We all win together. So find ways to do that. But they've got to see you. Share videos, cool videos on the closed Facebook page that you create uh, about things of people winning, of new home buyers, first time home buyers. We're still talking about apartment complex. Be the source of information based on what the main uh, office sends out. So if the office sends out, hey, uh, there's a freeze warning come up, do something fun when it comes to that and do a video and post, hey guys, did you see this freeze warning the office just put out? Here's let's, you know, something that could be you take their information and you make it fun. And I don't think they'd have any problem with it. And really, it doesn't matter if they do because social media is social media uh, and you can have your own pages, but have fun with it. With it. Make sure the complex sends out. Uh, or not make sure, see if the complex is sending out uh, walkthroughs and inspections and then put on some memes about having to clean up right before the, the manager comes and inspects the place. You know, have a little list of handy people go, hey, you might want another painter because your kid kicked a hole in the drywall and the property manager's not going to like that. And here's a cheaper way to get it done as opposed to letting them do it. So just be the source, be creative. It could be a lot of fun. There's main mailbox areas, Put stuff up that may get taken down. Put stuff up again. Uh, don't get yourself fined or in trouble, but have fun with it. People will connect to it. They will like it. I promise you. We're creative for that. All right, moving on. You're getting the point. Now, send out just listed or just sold postcards. This is really nice as you start getting motivated or getting moving. It doesn't even have to be your own. Get permission from your broker of what you guys just listed or what you just sold. Utilize the team power of a group of agents, but it can look like yours without claiming that I sold it. But you say, look, here it is. I'm providing this information of postcards and neighborhoods and areas and company sales. You can create that. Send it to your sphere of influence first. We're always finding ways to touch our sphere of influence, but also to your neighborhood. Utilize it for that. Maybe a house sold in your neighborhood. You're going to send it to that or whatever neighborhood that you choose to farm. Now, in my MLS, you can feature other homes that sold. You just can't say that you were the one that sold it if you weren't the one that sold it. But you can feature them because they were put on the multiple listing service. Now, check with your rules Check with your broker. Make sure that's allowed in your area. I don't want to get you in trouble, but it is allowed here in Nashville that we can feature properties that have sold. Now, hopefully there's enough in your team or company that you can just do your own. But really featuring one that's sold, saying what it's sold for in a neighborhood is more just providing information and then letting them a plan of action so they can call you and see what their home would sell for if they wanted to do that. So uh, branding yourself is a great way to stay in front of mind giving out notepads and I've gotten calendars from agents with that year and maybe the sports calendar for a local football team or sports team. Those are great ways to brand yourself and either hand those out knocking on doors. Did, well, did he say knocking on doors? If you want to, you can knock on the door and go, guys, I live here. Here's a 
a magnet to put on your refrigerator. The Titans are here in Nashville. People do Titans magnets. They do Vanderbilt magnets. They do UT magnets. To have all, some of them have multiple teams on it, but you can give that. But it also has your face on it. You know, so every time they look at the date and go, oh, the Titans are playing on Saturday this week, they say, oh, man, Kenny's good looking. That guy, I need to call him and have him sell my house. That's what they say. They just may not say it out loud. Now, branding yourself, you know, there's ways and all kinds of money you can spend on branding. Don't get reckless. Be classy. Find ways to provide value with it. But talk to other agents in your office and see what's working for them and what works in your area. And then have something available to give somebody it's lots it's really cheap most times uh just make sure it's not something they're gonna throw away try to give something with some shelf life uh send out mailings to your sphere of influence or your neighborhood with a coupon or special offering for that month so if july you call me then blank will happen because it's July, and who doesn't love July? Maybe there's fireworks that happen. I don't know. But offer coupons or special offerings in your mail out so they can have a reason, a call to action to do something. Make sure your face is on everything. That was hard for me at first. I did not like putting my face on things. I just wanted to promote the team. But people need to be able to see you and connect real estate with you. You've got to rebrand yourself from wherever you're transitioning from to now being an expert and professional in this industry. Create a vendor directory uh, for local professionals that are often used by homeowners, electricians, plumbers, termite, uh, and pest control companies. Uh, highlight them in your social media and mailings. Like, hey guys, make sure winter's coming, service your HVAC unit. Here's the guy I do. If you mention my name, he'll give you a 5% discount, 10% discount. Of course, that worked that out with him before, him or her before. but. Uh, create something of value so that you can send it out with it so they're always going oh, man, Kenny's always got the answer to everything that I need of course he does because he's an expert and he does this every day and he's wanting to provide value that's what you want to create not a salesman that is a used car salesman and no knocking on used car salesman but back in the day they had a pretty slimy uh, persona about them things have probably changed gotta love CarMax you don't argue anymore you just go buy it uh, but we don't want to have that slimy feeling when people see us. We're like, oh, there's Kenny again. Let's turn the other way. You know, we want to be like, God, man, thanks for sending me your electrician. It only cost 80 bucks to hang three ceiling fans. Uh, it was great. And I've been wanting to do that for two years. My husband doesn't know how to complete his honeydew list. So do something like that. Vendor lists are always great because you've always got an answer to somebody's need. Here, call my guy Bill. And then when they call Bill and they say, man, Kenny said call you. Oh, you use Kenny? They'll sell you back. And if they don't, fire them. But teach them to sell you back to the client when they call. We do that here at DeSounds. It's amazing. People do not want to be off of our vendor directory. They love the amount of calls. We don't get kickbacks on that. And if you do get a kickback, you got to put it in a RESPA. So make sure you're following that rule. But just offer it because they're good companies to work with. Don't be trying to nickel and dime all these companies just for zero gain. You can partner with people. Make sure you're doing it lawful. Check with your broker. But provide value. Be the source. 
Man, look at the time, guys. We have blown through already an entire episode worth of content. I'm only halfway there. We're going to have to split this one up. So next Monday, I'm going to finish this up. You've already gotten 20, 30. I don't know. I'm giving you a total of 60 things that you can do to generate leads. So hang in there with me. It's a lot. Download this from rookierealestate.com. Write it down. Highlight it. Look, don't forget, reject passivity. Accept responsibility. Lead courageously and expect God's reward. That's it for today, my friends. Email me. Let me know what you're liking, what you're not liking, what you want to hear. I'll plug it in. I'll work it in. Special thanks to my producer, marketing manager, expert, and friend, Scott Parker. This content is written by me, your host, Kenny Stevens. Rookie Real Estate is powered by DeSelms Real Estate in Franklin, Tennessee. Until next time, my friends, better your best.